Hey, this is Nicola. And this is Roisin. And this is our podcast, Dater's Gonna Date. And as it says in the title, this is going to be all about dating in Dublin. And maybe beyond. So we really hope you enjoy and have a listen. And uh, this is our very first podcast. So please stay tuned. <laughs> Hello and uh, welcome to episode nine of Dater's Gonna Date with me, Nicola. Uh, me, Roisin. Hello, Nicola. How are you? I'm great. Well, as great as you can be. How are you? Grant, what is this? Episode six now in, in lockdown love life? Yeah, lockdown love life. It's really going. It's just off the charts, you know, the, the love life is... Uh, I'm really glad we decided to do this um, podcast in 2020, the year of the yeah. pandemic. It was really clever on our part. Yeah, we we're like fresh year, fresh start. And God was like, no. No, Sorry, you're guys. ringing, girls. You're not getting no loving. <laughs> We did oh, decide God. though the last time we were going to download Tinder. Um, I yeah. obviously have downloaded it. Um, yeah, um, and mine won't work. So the Tinder gods hate me. So basically, I downloaded the app and um, it said there was nobody in my area. N- nobody, nothing. And I was like, <laughs> that surely can't be right. So I extended the age range and like the kilometers to like, I think it was like 200 kilometers or something like that. And still, nobody so then I was like okay I'll delete my account and reset it up I can't delete my account either so I think my tinder is there but I can't see anyone mm-hmm. uh, I can't delete it and it got to the point where I dm'd tinder on instagram to ask for help and they still no one has gotten back to me and you know what's really weird about this Roshin and we started this podcast there was one app that you did not want to download and that was tinder and now oh it's just so convenient the Tinder no, doesn't work. <laughs> a genuine, I honestly, I, my friend gave me her phone, logged out of her Tinder. I logged into hers and it did not work on her phone. But when she logged in, it worked for her. I, I swear to God. Mm-hmm. I'm not, if anybody has had this problem, please Hands up if you believe her and no hands are raised. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my two hands are up. I don't know. I don't well, know about this. I, when I see you in person, whenever the next time that is, I'm going to give you my phone and you'll be able to see for yourself. That you don't that even have the app. You're just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that it won't that it won't work honestly god if, if anybody's had this problem or has had it resolved or whatever because i looked up tinder support and the only way you can contact them they don't even have an email address is you can fax them right <laughs> yeah. very very 2020 yeah get out the old fax machine that you have there in the cupboard yeah just getting it out uh, rewiring it into the system <laughs> and gonna send them a long aggressive fax but I'm still, I'm still bumbling, so I'm still keeping up on something um, for now. But how have you been finding Tinder, Nicholas? Is it any better or worse? Um, it's, what's really funny is that, I don't know if, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast, is though that I had, um, there was a thing on Tinder for a while when the lockdown first happened, that they extended it, that you could, you know, surf anywhere in the world, basically. You could set yourself, your location up as that place. So I picked all of my favorite places where I want to, you know, move to. So Wales. Wales, Car- Cardiff was obviously not one of them. New York, <laughs> New Sydney. York. <laughs> New York, Sydney. Um, and then I have it in like Cork and Belfast because I was like, look, that's a bit more close to home. So but like... That, <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's a bit closer. So that's okay. Well, Cardiff's not that far, but I was, a bit, I was kind of taking the piss when I put it in Sydney. But it really depressed me because in the mix of it all, you'd get like Dublin, you know, what they look like, the lads there. And then you'd get a Sydney fella and you're like, oh, we're so pretty. We're so pretty <laughs> and you're 17,000 kilometers away. Um... <laughs> But it's funny now, so that all ended, I don't know, in April or something like that. And then um, I keep getting these matches with people and I'm, I'll go on to there, be like, oh, because you forget who you like, 
who you've matched with, whatever, go on, yeah. it's like 292 kilometers away, and you'll message them like, whereabouts are you? And they're like, Cardiff. And I'm like, oh yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say out of my last 10 matches, I'd say eight of them are from Cardiff. <laughs> oh God. So trip to Wales next year, yeah, buddy. Oh God, when we're finally allowed to um, leave the country. Yeah. It's the first uh, port of call is Cardiff. Yeah. You heard it here first, Cardiff people. We're coming for you. We're coming for you. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be our own version of Gavin and Stacey. Uh, with instead of uh, being from London, it'll be an Irish person coming over. But their rules in England and Wales and stuff are different. And we decided to bring a guest in who is living over in the UK to talk about how their rules are different and the dating scene, how it's different in the UK and Ireland. And we have Michelle here with us. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Hello, ladies. First of all. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, how gas is it that Ro is after being blacklisted off Tinder, by the way? Send She's been like, sending nudes. She's yeah. been sending unwarranted Nobody sent a complaint in. Pictures. She's been sending too many topless pics and the lads are like, oh, put them away. They're <laughs> sick. They're absolutely sick of looking at Roisin's diddies on like, Tinder. Are you on Tinder, Michelle, or what? I am not. Tinder is my um, avoid app. I just don't have any time for Tinder, to be honest. So it's like my plenty let's of just, fish. Yeah, let's just put it down to one particular person who was sourced from Tinder. Nah. Now, now I'm like, nah. Nah, I just don't like the, the idea of it. I, ugh, it ruined just the fire. Yeah, yeah, and I just, I just, I was never really overly keen on it. But like I say, in that, it must be six years since I was on Tinder. But yeah, no, my Tinder days are definitely behind me. What, so what else do you use instead then? Um, the only ones I use would be Bumble and Hinge. And I tend to all have one at a time. You know, you might try the other one after another while. But yeah, I don't really, I wouldn't really bother with plenty of fish or Tinder or any of the other ones. And clearly, like you're from Dublin, but you're living in the UK. Um, and yeah. So your market on the app is obviously a lot bigger than ours in terms of like... You would we- think so, wouldn't you, Nicola? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have Michelle's lived- coming with the treats. You would think so. But I've lived here now for almost five years. So I've been in relationships and single in between the relationships and the same old faces around <laughs> there every time. <laughs> like I'm like, oh God, they see me coming back on. Because when I go back on, you know, I'll go on for a month or so, delete it. Then I'll try it again. And I'm like, do they think that about me? But I'm still seeing the same faces on there from like oh, five years ago after that breakup. And then last year after that breakup, I'm like, how are they still on there? There must be something wrong with them if they're still on there. But then they're probably saying that about me. It's just so. going to saying <laughs> me and Nick are going to be on it for the next five years <laughs> oh <laughs> there's Nicola again just gone up another year another year she's on the shelf <laughs> the age bracket's just slowly veering towards 50 yeah because like, the age bracket thing because I tend to go like I'll go I don't really want to go younger because that's not really worked out for me but I have I generally go like four years younger four years older so an eight year kind of gap right. and it's my birthday soon and I'm kind of like oh Oh, it's a bit grim now having to like up the age oh, no. because this year should just really not count no exactly. really not count we should be or able to scratch it off so, yeah. that w- so I like I would put because obviously um, you know anyone who knows me knows I attract the younger ones so but I would attract pu- and likes the younger ones <laughs> um, she says attract but she may seek them out we've all seen her in action after a few coronas well you look at you know at this stage I'll take anything really that goes but I would put mine at on an app I would put it at 29 would be my cutoff. Oh, no, no, that's too young for me. But the funniest thing is if I was in person and they were 26, 27, I'd be like, hey, yeah, don't care. But on the app, it just seems, putting that down just seems way too young. But older wise, 
I don't really go over like 37. I wouldn't go over that. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Yeah. I think well, I have mindset for 29 to like 38. Yeah. But they do look very young sometimes. Not all of them, but a lot of the 29 year olds look very young. So I'm, I'm very like, oh. Weirdly know. though, a lot of the matches I got in the last few weeks have all been 29 year olds. And for ages, I wasn't getting anyone that bracket over, like everyone that I matched with would be over 33. But I wonder if during lockdown, they've swiped out of all the girls their ages. So they're just keeping <laughs> Stand on it and enter me. <laughs> yeah, they're like them older ones. Those older ones will take what they can get. <laughs> the kickers are out in force during lockdown. <laughs> you did you do date naps then when you lived in Dublin, Michelle? I did a little bit. We all lived obviously in Australia at the same time, and that was kind of when dating apps came to be a thing. Mm-hmm. So I remember we all kind of dabbled a little bit. I think it was plenty of fish in them days. And it was just, mm. it was just funny because it was just a gas thing to do. Um, and then when I came back, I lived in Dublin again for about a year and a half. And I was on, that's when I was on the dreaded Tinder. So I did do a few dates in Dublin that I can remember. So it was actually me and Roisin lived together at that time. So I do remember a few dates. And they were overly bad. Like they're not really that memorable, except for one fella who was, oh God, he was just so posh. And as you can tell for me, it just, we just were we just were a match. <laughs> like Roisin, Roisin is my token posh friend as it is but yeah representing <laughs> representing from your side of Dublin Michelle I remember going to meet him somewhere in um, Castle Knock which says it all and he was just such a flashy am I allowed to course on this no, of course yeah, yeah. Go yeah. oh he was an absolute flashy twat and he was just going on about how he walked that's your curse boat. twat yeah. uh, I thought you could have oh, gone deeper no, than no. that well no I can get I can let loose now I know I'm <laughs> so uh, yeah, he was a tosser, and I remember he was just—he walked on a boat in Miami on a cruise ship, and I sell Rolexes uh, my, for ten grand a pop, and I was just like, "Get me out of here!" I wanted to pull my eyeballs out. He was awful. Then I remember there was one other lad, and it was like really good crack. I remember we ended up in Wheelands, and we—I bumped into some of our lad mates actually in there, and I was oh. like, "Oh Christ on a bike!" You know, you <laughs> bump into them yeah. when you're in the middle. But so they ended up getting on great with your man. I can't really remember really. Was what this Chris O'Dowd? I, I even saw him or, again. Or we used to refer to him as Chris O'Dowd, was it? Yeah, yeah, I think it was actually. Yeah. I forgot that. Yeah, but, but I don't well, know whatever happened to him. But he fell by the wayside. But he was a good crack. But, but people um, should know is that we tend yeah, to um, report or uh, tell people, tell our friends about these guys, like and they all have a lookalike. They all have to be yeah. a celebrity lookalike, or they have to have a ridiculous nickname. So even if they don't really look like the celeb, if they've got any minuscule little thing, like the then guy they will that, have that nickname forever. <laughs> the guy I scored in Thailand who basically had oh, curly, they could just curly hair. So I was like, oh, Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> or they could have a pair of shoes that look like something Niall Horan wore. So like, yeah, you with Niall Horan. So do you find, Michelle, like with being online or dating, like are UK guys like more forward? Like the, do they approach him more than Irish guys would? I think they just have a different approach. It kind of works for me though, because I very much, when I get chatting to somebody, I find these dead conversations just really painful, you know, to, you know, the, hey, how are you? How was your day? Mm-hmm. How are you getting on a lockdown? It's like, oh God. So like I tried to say something funny because I think I'm gas. And if they don't pick up on the gasness and they don't really come back with anything, 
Like if I try and take the piss out of something in their profile for a joke and they come back all serious or they just go, ha ha, how are you? I just can't be doing with it. So what I tend <laughs> to do is if there's a bit of like banter going back and forth after like a day or so, I'll be like, oh, we just have to have a chat on the phone. Because the thing is, I think if you can have a chat with someone on the phone and it's grand and you just have a laugh, you know that the date is not going to be horrendous because you know they're well able, you're able to talk to them and I'll just talk if they don't talk anyway. But I think I can get a good sus on somebody from a phone call. So that's what I try to do. And I find English ads are kind of would be more so like that. Way. Like, oh, can I give you a ring? And I'm like, yeah, go on. And then you can kind of suss out if they're going to be kind yeah, of... Yeah, because I think if he said enough. to an Irish guy, could I ring you? He'd be like, Jesus! He'd flag you to Tinder. He'd flag you. Well, That's why you've that. been flagged, Roshan. <laughs> That's why I've been flagged. Yeah. yeah. They'd, be like, uh, they'd be like, call the police. Although, in fairness, if a guy messaged me and said he wants to call me, I think I'd freak out as well. Oh, I'd throw my phone into the river and then I'd move <laughs> and I'd be like, I don't care. I'm getting on the next flight out of Dublin Airport. I'll say I'm, I'm, I'm going anywhere. Africa. See, you say that about Irish lads. You say that about Irish lads. One of my actual lockdown dates was an Irish lad from Waterford who lives over here and uh, we got talking on Bumble for a couple of days but again straight off the bat you know it was the Irish way like I took the piss out of something yeah. he'd said and it was just easy chat and then on like it was like on a Friday night I was like you know when Bumble had brought in this feature there you know where you can do a question and you both have to answer and the other person can't see or answer ah. until they answer yeah, it's actually quite funny because you can do their standard questions which are a bit crap that are like oh if you could eat anything right now what would it be whereas you can make up your own questions so I was ridiculous stuff have like 20 toes and no fingers or have a willy for a nose and you know all <laughs> these kind of stupid things and like so we kind of were talking on that and then he was like asking me loads of questions and I goes here I can't be dealing with all of this like back and forth just ring me so we ended up being on the phone for like six hours we were just talking absolute shit and we were talking for about six hours so then it was like four in the morning I was like here I need to go to sleep the next day he messaged me we'd kind of just said oh we should go for like a walk in the park for the days or something so the next day he texted me and was like oh so what are you doing and I was like nothing much and I was like well we just go for that walk and like so two hours later I just met him and we went to this like nice park near me and we literally went for a walk for about two and a half hours and he sat in the grass and chatted now bless him he's lovely but there was just no like it wasn't like there was no spark like but and I know it sounds like so typical I really think we'd be really good mates but it just wasn't like just what he wants to hear Michelle were you thinking oh he'd be be lovely for one of my friends yeah (laughs) I'm actually thinking Roisin I was thinking he'd be lovely for you because he loves musical theatre and all that stuff you love (laughs) and he's really lovely he loves musical theatre and the Avengers he's your perfect <laughs> yeah but he's such a lovely fella but it was about half six when leaving the park and I was like right my bum's falling asleep they're here we have to head off because it's starting to get cold he walked me back to my car and I was like well we can't eat there's nothing awkward here because we can't even have a hug yeah the COVID so it was anyways then he texted me a while later oh have I done like enough work for a second date I'll put in enough mm. effort and I kind of was like I was like he's so nice I wasn't going to mess him about so I just I told him straight look I said I feel like it's more like a mate thing for me but I definitely think like we'd have really good crack in the pub and all this blah 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 and we still text now and then 
but he's kind of said well can I at least bring you in for a real date when things are back to normal and like I wouldn't completely write him off because he is lovely but I just don't think I think you kind of just know if you've got that or if you haven't you got that thing or not because I I, I, I did mention to Nicola that I did have a Zoom date um, <laughs> oh you little sneaky <laughs> there the other week and like oh my god like I was shitting myself lads I was so nervous I got my roommate to come in and check the lighting and the camera <laughs> angle before it started um, how many drinks did you have beforehand oh literally I was in the middle of one just oh. before it started because I was getting ready and stuff it was funny I thought it was going to be awful but actually it was fine it was absolutely fine it was really really good crack talked for probably about three hours or, and like yourself we went for a social distance walk but he just said like oh I don't think there's any, any chemistry and honestly I probably really felt that myself you know what I mean but yeah. I wanted to be the rejecter not the rejectee <laughs> no one wants to be the rejectee and so did you just kind of like not fancy him and it was more like a friendly See, kind of like when we, we were on the Zoom maybe because we were drinking and this is something I kind of like was thinking you know with lockdown making it easier for people to realise if they really fancy somewhere or not because you're not locked you maybe have to have yeah because when you're drunk you're really get googled yeah. eyes don't you and you're like no oh. you think everyone's but gorgeous when you're sober, you're... and then when you're forced <laughs> to have a sober kind of date kind of maybe get to know someone's that better so no the thing is similar to what you were saying really nice lovely guy had a laugh I just didn't think like even off uh, during the zoom when I got off the zoom I was like oh that was good crap but I didn't necessarily be like oh like, I'm desperate to see him again but when he asked yeah. to go for the walk I was like I really need to see him in person to know if I you can do all the video chats you want but you have to be around somebody it's like that Iris said I spoke to him for six hours on the phone but as soon as I met him I kind of knew no, this is like a me but yeah. like you said I never regret them things because I had a really good good little few hours with him I, we chat he sends me funny stuff all the time and like I do kind of hope that we can be friends whether or not that will happen probably not like I said if once you have a nice time what harm is it like you might just meet somebody who you could meet out in the pub one day and be like oh maybe we went on a date and you know just have to crack that way yeah oh, yeah but did you find like when you met um, Roshan when you went for the walk with your man like was it was it like Michelle that the minute you met him you were like oh no this isn't for me but he's grand no, like, I mean, I, he definitely looked much nicer in person than he did, like, on his photographs and stuff like that. Now, I, like, I knew, because when I saw him on the Zoom, obviously I saw him, but it was daylight, so you gotta, I got a better look at him or whatever. Well, maybe it was the fact that the whole time we were talking, I didn't think of it, I didn't think of him in a, God, I want to grab him, kiss him kind of thing. And I remember when we were walking back to my car, I remember thinking, oh, Jesus, is this going to be really awkward at the car? Because I didn't know, because when we met, I, I, did, I wouldn't hug him because I live with some essential worker and I feel really strange about people, you know what I mean, going near people I don't know at all. And I knew he lived with a couple of people and had people in his house. So I was kind of a bit like, okay, I didn't know what to do at the end. And I was kind of freaking out a bit. But I needn't have worried. <laughs> <laughs> I legged it. So it was grand. But um, no, like I thought he was really nice. I thought I, I suppose like if you're not sure, you probably know that you're. It's not right. Do you know what I mean? Because I think I, I remember before meeting someone before, like I knew I really really liked them. I just need to see them in real life. And like the instant I saw them, I was like, oh yeah, Grant, yeah. I fancy them. You know what I mean? It, it took like two seconds after seeing them. So I think sometimes you do kind of know. Um, yeah, I've gone into so, it, done it the other way where 
I've done the relationship thing where I knew on the first date, like I knew it wasn't really feeling what I should feel. And I kind of forced it because they were more into it than I was. And I kind of was like, go with it. Whereas now I'm kind of like, it's unfair kind of to do that because I feel like you just do now. I know people say, oh, give them a second date to see if something happens. But I think like it's just kind of something that's there or it's not there. Yeah. That's how I, I feel anyway. I completely agree. I, I've been in situations and, you know, friends of ours have sat around. We've been talking about people and they've gone on dates and they're like, oh, I'm just, I don't think it's there. And somebody is like, no, just give them a second chance. And I'm like, if she is having to, or he, she or she, he or she is thinking, oh, should I give them a second chance? That means you don't want to give them a second mm. chance. You know, if like, you yeah, sh- because you would hate to think that that other person was saying that about you. Yeah. Oh, I met her, but, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'd rather them just say, I oh, know, not for me. And it's a bit like of a kick in the teeth, especially if you like them, but it's better off just to like go, okay, thank you, Nick. Yeah. Like the- I do think in this climate though, like you could, you know, give someone a second chance just because if you if the only way you've met is Zoom or phone, you do kind of. I do still think you need to see the person in person almost just to solidify whether whether you like yeah. It depends on how the Zoom goes or the phone call or whatever it is. Because if you get off that phone call and you don't think about that person again for four days, that's kind of telling you something in itself. Whereas if you're yeah. kind of like, oh, or that's if really you don't, good. yeah, or if you don't text them or they don't text you, but you're not bothered that you haven't heard from them, I think that's an answer in itself. If you've not heard from this fella after three days, it hasn't even crossed your mind. Yeah. You're not bothered yeah. about it. As you said there, Michelle, like you got into that relationship and you were kind of thinking this you knew kind of straight away, but people probably told you to give it a second chance. And now you're looking back yeah. going, why did I even bother? Because I wasn't really Yeah, and there was re- there was reasons why I did it because I, w- I was trying to go opposite to type and stuff. And Yeah. But like, yeah, it was the wrong thing to do. But sure, I've learned my lesson. Yeah. And now you've gone on, you know, we've gone on a couple of uh, social distance dates. Well, I've had, t- I've had three now. Three. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're a slug for the outdoor COVID. social distancing dates. I, I COVID know, slug. I know. I know. And I had no, notion or interest in dating I'm very much like this and you as well know like I just I had a breakup last year and I just couldn't be remotely bothered with the top men and then the last four weeks I was kind of like you know what I'll give it a go and I just had a good little run now I'll probably not be asked again for another six months but I'll go with it while I'm in like you have caught me on a good week I'll, yeah. I'll <laughs> delete all the apps next week and not be asked again for another year and have any of them gone good like that you're going to well, have another date? Well, one of them I really fancy, but I, he wouldn't be, he's not like the type you would get in a relationship where he's, he's a bit, he's a bit dumb, but hot if you get <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And there's so many red flags about him. Like you, I just and even like personality wise, don't we had such a laugh. Me and him went just for a few drinks in the park, and we had such a laugh. And like you'd want to like jump on him, but that would literally be it. There'd be nothing long term in that. And then the other one is kind of the opposite problem. Like don't get me wrong, he is good looking, and I'd prob I would fancy him, but I just think he's a bit too serious. Like he's a bit too much the other way. He's a bit too settled and serious. I need somebody kind of in between them two. Kind of a right. little mixture of the Irish lad in. It's like if I could pick little bits from all three of them, I probably would. But just yeah, start but- building your own. There's enough time yeah, at home alone. I'm just going to start building my own perfect man. So, like I said, I've had drinks with the other two in the park. This drinking and lockdown is getting out of control. But, um, <laughs> Like again, I'm still talking to them too as well. I don't know. I'm just kind of like seeing what happens because, like I said, I don't have the push in me. Like we were just saying, you know, they're like, oh, I can't wait to see if he texts me. 
I don't have that for any of them, so oh, I don't. Okay. I don't think I found a uh, Corona husband somehow. Yeah. <laughs> does the hot guy? Does the hot guy live on his own? <laughs> no, he lives back with his mother. So oh his damn! Life. I was thinking, oh, well, you know, two people alone, you can have your yeah. phone, but probably not with yeah. his No, no, you can't have your phone. Boris has made it legal England as I'm from today. Even like couples who don't live in the same house are not allowed to meet up for um, alone what? time what? anymore. Oh my god! I swear to. Oh, it's been massive news here. Massive news. People are losing their shit. So hold on. You can meet strangers in the park and you can let a cleaner into your house and stuff like that, but you can't get the ride off your fella if you don't live together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, Piers Morgan was up the wall this morning about this on DMD. Piers, uh, who lives with his wife. Yeah, Yeah, but Piers wants to have sex with other people on his own. I was just saying you can't go around to get the old COVID ride now. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, he was... um, that was, like I said, one of his red flags, but it's only temporary, girl. He's only back there temporary. What age is he? <laughs> 33. Oh, that's not bad, but he's And he um, doesn't have a car again. That's temporary. <laughs> I'm trying to like... <laughs> oh, no. But like I said, of course, of course I fancy the one that hasn't got like Continue go over him, and the other one, the other, the third option. Then he's got ticks all them kinds of boxes, but I just, I'm a bit of a scopshite, yeah. and I like to take the piss. I just don't feel we're on the same like wavelength that way. But this mm-hmm. is why you have to keep trying because you have to weed through it all. Wait, and would you find like when you're uh, on them over there, do you kind of <clears throat> do, you, do you swipe away from the Irish lads, or do you kind of go for them just because they're Irish? Oh uh, no, all the Irish fellas get get a swipe from me, <laughs> even the ugly ones. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all of them do because I'm like, like, oh god! I was like, come on, Paddy, now you've got to be a bit of crack. But there was one other. He was like from the north, so a Nordy lad. And girls, you know my pension yeah. for Nordy accents. I love Nordy lads. Anyone um, who's from Tyrone not... or the surrounding areas. <laughs> no offense, to people in Tyrone. But this particular lad, my God, we spoke on the phone a few times. He was well able to talk, but in a really boring way. And then he kept, I just was like, oh no, this isn't for me. I knew from the conversation that he wasn't for me. But then he just kept trying. And you know, do you know what, when lads do this, though, you give them the number. So they have your number. So they're WhatsApping you. And then you don't reply because you can't be asked. And then three days later, go back and message you back on the app. Like, uh, that's why, why uh, that's taking a step back. If I didn't reply on WhatsApp, I'm not going to reply on the app. Yeah. Like yeah. So, I'm moving on from yeah. the app by giving you my number and if I'm not replying you know yeah so Irish lads I tend to be like straight off the bat well look we're bound to be able to have the crack of nothing else look so. at you so reaching out to your fr- uh, fellow Irishman yeah. <laughs> although your last two were English boyfriends were English with Irish yeah. connections yeah 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 so but, stop going out with them <laughs> well yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just go out with the full-fledged patties. That's obviously yeah, right. yeah. That's it. Whereas I have to I, say though, Michelle, I, I do like, think we could learn something from you. In what sense, Roshi? In the fact that you're like brave to be like, yeah, just ring me or let's just go for the walk. I think like I'd be really afraid to say that and do that. And I think it, you have balls, basically. And I wish I had balls. <laughs> oh. I think though, it's like, do you hey, not Roshi? feel now though? <laughs> do you not think because you've gone for this walk and Zoom with this lad that it kind of has taken the fear out of you a little bit? Right? Like, yeah, that's grand. I can do that. Like, it's not a big deal. Because they're yeah. only a person at the end of the day. And like you said, what's the worst that the worst possible thing that can happen? You're mad about them and they don't like you. And yeah, that is a kick in the teeth. But at least, you know, and that is more often than not, like you said, you're usually kind of on the same wavelength in most cases. 
cases. Yeah, no, you're so. right. You're right. It, and it was like I kind of feel like because I've done that now that I I could do it. But I think it's the I'm always just a little afraid of making the very very first move, and I shouldn't be. Like there's there's a, there's no reason to be. But it's just like one of those little yeah. things I think holds me back a little bit. Because the thing is, if you've a lad's been messaging you for like a few days or a few weeks or whatever, he's obviously somewhat interested or he wouldn't be bothering his ass. So I don't think he's going to turn around and say, oh my God, I can't believe you asked me to go for a walk, you absolute psychopath. Like, yeah. <laughs> Imagine, oh my God, you fucking lunatic. But yeah, Roisin, put yourself out there. Go on, start strolling all around. No, hey, mine are all in Cardiff. <laughs> Nicola, you set your settings back to normal. And get back, your ass out walking well, They are the back to normal, but they're <laughs> walking the street. Walk the looking street. for men to walk with you. Let's go stand on the curb there. How are you doing? Do you want Can to you walk? use your dogs as a kind of luring agent? It's, I've heard of dog fishing. Did you know this was a thing? <laughs> Girl from work told me her sister is um, her sister's gay and she uses, my friend from work has a cute dog and uh, her sister says, can I borrow the dog for photos? Because it's called dog fishing. Because if you have a cute dog in your photos, it, it gets your likes and matches. So oh, it's yeah. called dog fishing. So you borrow a cute dog and just use use it in your profile pictures because it attracts it. Obviously, like to be fair, that's one thing I would start a conversation on though. If I saw someone on Bumble had a cute dog or something, I would oh, yeah. probably ask about the dog. So it does definitely work. Time to use the dogs. <laughs> I've definitely swiped for for dogs as opposed mm-hmm. to the person, and I've also yeah. nearly swiped for somebody the other day. I was like, oh my god, that guy's really cute, and I realised. <laughs> I realised it was Seamus Coleman the footballer and it was somebody else was in the picture with him and I was like oh swipe he's really oh wait no that's a footballer and he yeah no it's the ugly guy beside him and if anybody uh, knows Seamus I know Seamus probably has a wife does he? he has a wife and a child <laughs> yeah yeah but if um... so can I say if Seamus's if Seamus's friend is listening going oh I'm the ugly lad she's talking about I'm really sorry sorry about that hon <laughs> Um, I was just finding it funny, Michelle, that you were talking about like giving Irish lads a chance, and I'm like the opposite on da- on any of these dating apps. I if, an, if somebody is English or Welsh, I just matter what they look like. <laughs> I'm like super like, give me a shot of that. Hello, how are you doing? I even I met I matched uh, um, with this guy on Bumble. I was doing Bumble and Tinder for a while there, but I'm off Bumble now. But um, I matched this guy from Manchester on it, and he was in isolation on his own, but he's down the country. Well, like not down the country, but outside Dublin. And I definitely gave him more of a chance just because he was English because he was tremendously boring by the end of my cats at him. <laughs> at, the, at the start, he was What's like, your favourite humming noise? Oh, I swear. He's, I, I, like, I hope he doesn't hear this, but like he said, right, so he was really grand at the start. And I kind of felt a bit sorry for him because he's on his own. He'd only moved down the country from Dublin. Didn't really have any friends on his own for ages. So obviously his crack is not great because he hasn't had anybody to talk to. So I was like, okay, whatever. Give him a chance. Chat, chat, chat. So just simply, if he'd been Irish, I wouldn't be like, oh, this lad is boring me. Because he was English and I knew he had an accent. I was like, we'll give him a chance. You know me, Michelle, I love a good Manchester accent. So um, (laughs) yeah, the way it's this lad anyway. And then he says, oh, um, my view out my window is lovely today. And I said, all right, okay. And he sent me a picture of what was clearly a meme that he had cropped. And it was of a horse. 
that was painted the color of a cow. So it had like, it was white with big black patches. But it was very clearly like, it was the, the quality of the photograph was terrible. It was one of those This cow was far away. I swear, it was like... <laughs> was he trying to be funny though? Like, no, this was that so, what it was? No, so if he had been trying to be funny, I would have laughed. He, I was like, what is going on here? He sends me this picture and it's, yeah, clearly the writing on the meme has been cropped off the top. And he's like, I saw this out my window this morning. And I was like, that's not real. And he goes, it is. And there's a baby cow that goes with it. I'll send you. So he sent me the same photograph again, but with the baby cow in it this time. And I was like, what is this? This is strange. But I, because of lockdown and he's English, I was like, all right, okay. Glad you have some nice views. Eh, right, so. And I keep getting... Are you like, giving these tans too much time, Nick? I know, I'm giving... The, I, it's, I, it's the accent. They win me over with the accent. So I'm like, I kept thinking in my head, even though he... And I was giving him, he's kind of indie-esque, indie Harry Styles-esque in his, his clothing style. And I was like, oh, he could be super cool. He was not. And then I was like talking about it and I was kind of like, oh, look, well, I give him another chance. But I kind of went off it for a few days and I was kind of thinking about deleting Bumble. And I was like, if I delete it, I'm going to have to give him my number. And I was kind of like, oh, do I really want it? And then it went on and he deleted his account. So he made the decision for me. Because <laughs> he, he sent you his, his best picture of the painted horse. <laughs> and you just shot him down. He's like, screw this, Irish bitch. I'm deleting my account. Usually this works every time. And like, I would give most English and Welsh lads a chance simply because of where they're from. But I know I just, this lad with his painted horse, he lost me then. I was like, what's your deal, man? <laughs> What is your deal? I know you're no banter because it's lockdown, but come on. And have you been talking to anybody else kind of like over the last little while or? I told you all the Welsh people. <laughs> all yeah, the Welsh people. Is there anyone actually in Ireland that you might be able to meet up or do like a Zoom date with or anything? No, like what's really weird. To? What's really weird, all the people I've spoken to or I've been speaking to have been outside Dublin. So like even if they're in Ireland, they're not in Dublin, which... I don't know. That's mad to me. Like, because they're obviously the Dublin people come up first in your kilometers. Yeah. I don't know if there's an algorithm that I kind of, because I'll find that if I'm on Tinder, that four lads who like kind of look the same will come up in a row, like dark hair, tall, blah, 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 you know, my type or whatever. Yeah. And I'll swipe for each of them. And then you'll get some fella in a gimp mask who wants to be beaten by a woman. And I'm like, oh, there's, there's Mick. How are you, Mick? There's the love of my life. That's your man from number 47 down the road. How's he getting on? You know? So I don't know if there's a weird algorithm that everybody I fancy has A, a British look or B, a culture look. So I don't know what the story is there. Or a gimp mask look. Or a gimp mask. I keep getting... <laughs> Do you get this all the time? Couples. Hey, we're making Sally and we're looking for someone to spice things up. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, that's third what, partner. I'm like, that's you? because you're on Tinder, girls. Get off Tinder. Well, I was getting it even on Bumble. <laughs> even on Bumble, it was coming up as that. And the funniest thing about it was... Oh, was I like, haven't got it on Bumble now, in fairness. No, I was like, I'm sorry. If you're going to be exchanging saliva during COVID-19, during COVID you want to be really sure about it. But two people, mm, come on. I think it's more than Nicola. I think it's more than saliva. They want to. No, no, I'm not married, Michelle. So it'd have to be after marriage. (laughs) I just want to go back to the days when I can fly over to England and just throw the lips in some English lad. You know me. This is, you know, this is where I shine. 
when I'm over there. No, but the thing <laughs> is to date, Nicola. We don't just need to throw lips anymore. Well, you know? actually, I know Dating. a lot of people. I know a lot of people who uh, flew over and back and dated before they moved over. Roisin. So that could be me. That could be me at the end. <laughs> flying to Cardiff, flying to Manchester, flying wherever. And um, I think I was one of them, and that didn't end too great. I wasn't including. I wasn't including you in it because you're you included a that. You weren't included in that. I was going to set that on fire. Yours is a <laughs> shit heap. So. <laughs> would you Nicola would you have would you have a Zoom date with any of the guys from, from Wales that you're talking to um, potentially but like it would have to be I need to kind of put my head in the game when it comes to it because over the because we had the bank holiday weekend I wasn't really on my phone that much at all yeah. and last week I was really busy in work so I actually have been kind of you know when you go into it and you'll reply for six messages and then you'll fall asleep or whatever so I kind of need an evening I'm off for a couple of days now so I'll, I'll focus Tinder focus. Focus. And okay, let's, let's try get COVID. Date. <laughs> yeah, come on, Nicola. We want to have. We want to ha- hear some juiciness in the next podcast. You I need think, to get you. I think you all my juicy days down. were when I was in my twenties. You know, <laughs> so I think. <laughs> no, the juicy days are ahead of you, Nicola. Yeah, I know. We're going to, we'll have to get Leo Varadkar on this second podcast, Roshi. What do you think? See when the story is, when we can, you know, get the shift again safely. Well, tell him not to take exactly. Boris's advice yeah, anyway. Don't, don't, okay. do, don't go down Boris Bo Boulevard there. We don't want that. <laughs> no, Bo, don't, no. Uh, give, us some, uh, give us some stories, Michelle. We love, a, we love a good story here. We had a whole episode dedicated to like people who listen to us, you know, send in their best and worst dates. So come right, on, give, okay. give, us, give us one that kind of jumps out for you. Give us a good right okay so let's see oh right well i give you like probably one of the worst dates i've ever had yes yes absolutely that's what the shit we want right there (laughs) (laughs) so get out to this lad on hinge i think it was so this would have been about probably about a year and a half two years ago and we were chatting loads getting angry and I kind of thought he looked a bit familiar, but I was like, probably just seen him on an app before. So we're chatting back and forth. And then we made arrangements to meet. So we met on the Saturday night. But before I met him, I was like, I know this lad's face from somewhere. It, cl- it clicked with me. He used to be in Emmerdale. And I'm not going to say who he was in Emmerdale. Oh, my God. He used, he used to be if in Emmerdale. <laughs> he is no longer in Emmerdale, but he used to be. I had clocked this then and I'd checked up my sister. was like, is this your man who I think it is? You know, your man and your man, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh my God, it is. But I was like, I'm not going to say anything because he's not said anything. So I went and met him and it was actually really good. We met on like, say we met on the Friday or Saturday night. Went for drinks in town and all were like flirting, had a kiss. They all went really well. And like, I really fancied him. And I was kind of like, it came up about the Emmerdale thing after about four drinks in. And I goes, I know who you are. And I said, um, we kind of got into it all. And he kind of just, he was actually sound about it though. He wasn't bragging. He wasn't anything. He was just like, yeah, I did that for blah, blah, blah. And then I just knocked it on the head. He goes, I just didn't like the whole like people recognizing me and stuff. And he goes, it's been long enough now. Nobody really like takes any heed of me. And I was like, oh, this is grand. So it went really well. So then I got a taxi home and I was like, kind of, I had the, you know, when I had the little excitement thing, I was like, oh, this is great. This is really sound. He's good looking. We had good crack, blah, blah, blah. The next morning then, um, he texts and he's like, oh, do you want it? He goes, a bit random, but he goes, do you want to go for lunch? I was a bit keen, but 
oh sure we'll go we'll go because you know when you have like the next day you're a little bit giddy because you'd had yeah a good time. Still... so I was like right okay bro and he was like right I'll come your way because he lived like in town somewhere or something and I was like right so I gave him the street name and he was like right I'll pick you up and we'll go and we'll have some lunch somewhere and I was like right grand so he's like right I've tore it up so he texted me and he's like right I'll be there in a minute next of all I just heard this like car rallying down the road like you know when I'm loud and I was like oh my god please and I live in a really quiet road it's like please do not be him please do not be him I can only describe it as something like the Batmobile this little convertible <laughs> Porsche fancy schmancy ridiculous midlife crisis car right swerves around the corner into the road and I was like oh my god mother of Christ please don't say that's him I'm, I'm mortified so we come down next of all he just goes skip the brake right at the and I goes oh my god and he gets out and he was like dressed they had like this leather jacket on and big obviously designer sunglasses and he and he's like hey babe and I was like oh my god what is going on it's just the same like he just was giving me a completely different vibe and I've obviously got my little shit heap on the car park and around I was like don't be hitting my my baby over there my little like 10 year old Nissan Micra and he kind of just looked at her right so and then he gets out and he opens the door for me and I was nearly set on the floor in this Porsche thing right so nearly on the floor and I was like I am absolutely mortified I'm scarlet if anybody sees me in this car I would have rather need to pulled up in a Del Boy Trotter little thing <laughs> or some sort of like some sort of like ramshackle old work van but I was mortified I was like oh my god people are gonna see me and this so I just put the top down and all I was like oh no I'm mortified so anyways we drove around to he was like where do you want to go and I was like we'll just go to like any random place like you know me I can't be doing my fancy stuff so then we get into the village there where we live and he's like where can I park and I was like well park in Aldi you get two three hours that's where I always park he was like, I'm not parking an Aldi. He goes, this, I, I can't park this in Aldi. And I was like, oh, oh my God. God. So then we had to do a loop and he found some sort of secure car park that I don't even know exists because I wouldn't be asked. He just had a completely different attitude. And I remember we went and we sat and we ordered breakfast or, or lunch. And I just remember his attitude was horrendous. And he just came across like this really arrogant, cocky, horrible person. And I'm like, this is not the same lad I met last night. It was weird. I don't know which of, the, which of his personalities was the real one because on the night before and when we've been texting he's been lovely and good crack and loads loads of chat he started talking every conversation we had over the lunch was about how we paid for this how we paid for that how was yeah some mem- some friend of his had been with an Irish girl and he was talking about how he'd been godfather for their child and I was like all right and how was that and he was like well because you know obviously you know christening you have to say I renounce Satan and I will do blah 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 all the stuff the godparents have to say and he was like, I just told her family, I'm not saying that. And they were like, well, if you're going to be Godfather with a child, you need to say it. And he was like, I'm paying for this, so I don't need to say anything. And oh. I just, I was like, at this point, I was like, oh my God, get me out of here. And I was like, I think I have to go meet my sister shortly. So we're like, oh, you'll need to, I'll need to just, he's like, I'll drop you back. I was like, no, I'll walk back. He's like, I'll drop you back. I really didn't want to get back in that car. I really didn't want to be in the car with him, second of all. And also, to top it all off, Kevin Colban was set in the restaurant because he lives around here. And I was kind of like fangirling, going, oh, look who it is, it's Kevin Colban. And he was like, who's Kevin Colban? I was like, played for Ireland. And he was like, oh, I hang around with real footballers. I know. And I was just like, oh, my God, pull me eyeballs out. I thought I'd never get away from him. So yeah, hey, I, Kevin I just, Coban was on Dancing on Ice. How dare you? How <laughs> <laughs> dare you? He was like set with some old bloke. I felt like just gate crashing their lunch and saying, "Can I sit with you too?" Because this fella's an absolute tool. Oh my god! Did but he have an evil twin or something? Maybe that, it was very much 
the soap kind of thing that he, uh, yeah. he didn't have twin. He, yeah, I don't know if he'd been selling me a dream the night before with this, like, I'm a, like he's still a really good actor and he was putting on this I'm sound, down to earth kind of fella. And then that was his true self or if he thought because maybe because he hadn't had a drink, he thought I have to be Mr. Flash. Oh my God. And then he texted me that night and I was like, why are you texting me? I couldn't have made it any more obvious. I never wanted to lay eyes on them again. Oh God. But that's <laughs> so what's yeah. the end of saying to him, Michelle? <laughs> oh, I ghosted him. I'm not Good a fan girl. of the old ghosting, but he, if somebody's a flashy twat like that, that I deleted his number around my phone because doesn't that make your picture disappear off the WhatsApp if they're not in your contact? Yeah. I was like, he'll know. He'll know I'm not interested. <laughs> that, but, yeah. That's so oh, funny, God, Michelle. It, it reminds me of, um, we obviously will not say where this happened, but remember the person that, remember the time that uh, we met the person from Fair City? <laughs> <laughs> Formerly of Fair City, and um, once again, five drinks in, we we're like, we know who you are. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My now little, my mean. fling with yeah. former Fair City star <laughs> blank that we can't enter their name. Oh my god! Put that in the tabloid papers. Date are going to date star Woo's former Fair City actor. Oh <laughs> yeah. You just need, Roshin. You just need to get yourself a soap star now. Yeah, get on to Ross and Rune now or something there, Roshin. There should be someone <laughs> there. Rude. Yeah. Come on, Hollyoaks at the very least. <laughs> Hollyoaks is too good looking for you, hon. Come on, too good looking for anyone. Oh no, I'm oh, a million, Nicola. One. <laughs> uh, it just reminded me of that, but I do think the flashy thing. Because I've spoken about this before. It freaks me out with the flashy thing. Like, lads, I get that you want to look like you've got money and all that shit. But do you remember? The guy that I used to be with, and his, I used to call it his midlife crisis car, that little yoke of a thing that had no top uh, on it. And he'd be like, oh, I'm just going to pick you up now. And this, you're like, no, just I'd rather you, as you said. But loads of girls would love that. I'd rather give me a, yeah, I'd rather a crossbar down the road on a yeah. bike than get. <laughs> I'd rather like a piggyback than come up in that <laughs> midlife crisis car. It's never so embarrassed in my life. Although he wrecked me head one day, and and all I did was plugged in my phone, put on Justin Bieber, boyfriend, or one of those songs, and blared it as we were driving down. <laughs> While the top was down. Yeah, the top was down, and I was like, if you was your boyfriend, I'd never let you down. <laughs> that fairly fucking got the top up. I tell you, and in five seconds, I was like, there we go, hon. Yeah, no, I'd. Rather, I'm the same as Michelle. Give me a crossbar or a piggyback or a push down the hill that, that quicker than that. Because <laughs> like the way you started this, Michelle, because I'd kind of forgotten this story and I was like, you started it and I was like, this this isn't bad at all. When's it going to get bad? Oh, well, I, oh no. no, 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 no I think, no, I think it's, it's funny because it was the second date that was horrendous. Like I've never really had, to be honest, I've not had re- loads of really bad dates. Like I said, the first one with him was grand. We got on so well. That's why I couldn't believe he turned into such an absolute dickhead in the space of like not even 24 hours. I was like, get me out of here. Yeah. Oh, but then there was another lad one time who cried on a date. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Did, did you slag <laughs> off his shoes by any chance? <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't like your horoscope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Now, this lad, we we started talking on an app and then it kind of moved on to like texting. And then we used to chat on the phone loads, but you probably remember the story because I used to call him emotional, whatever his name was. And then he'd kind of bottled it. We were supposed to go out maybe three times over the space of like two or three months and he bottled it a few times because he was like, oh, he'd only been out. He'd been with somebody for quite a long time and he hadn't been on dates since. And he'd come up with excuses at the last minute to cancel. So I was kind of getting pissed off. I was like, I can't really be arsed with this. Like, But then eventually we did go. It's going really well. We went to a few different places. We're having drinks. Got about four bars in. So we'd had quite a few drinks this time. You know, we were just like messing about. And I was just like joking about, telling funny stories, thinking I'm gas as usual. 
And then he just started getting really deep into all the stuff that had happened in his past. And I was like, oh, Jesus, that's awful. And then I was kind of like, this is all a bit much for a first date. I'm in the middle of, the, you know, this really busy bar in town. So everyone's like wrecking the place, loving life. And Beyonce's playing. I was like, this is not the place to have an emotional breakdown to someone you don't really know. Yeah. But um, yeah, he started talking to me about all this like traumatic stuff from his childhood. And then he just started crying. And I was like, oh, mm. Christ. I was like, do you want to go? And he's like, no, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go home. I just find it really easy to talk to you. And I was kind of like, what? You know, trying to hear him yeah. the music. I was like, I can see he's crying, but I can't really hear him. And I was a little bit pissed as well. I was like, oh God. I'll beat I'll beat you on the crying one. Um <laughs> years ago I've seen this fella. Um and <laughs> We were out one night, we went out, we met up and then we went out afterwards. We met a load of our friends and stuff like that. Like we were sitting and he was a great form. And next thing we went to this bar and Man United were playing and they were losing, right? And he's a big United fan. And then he just, would, he just stopped talking. And I was like, oh, here. And I was locked. We were about nine drinks in at this stage. And all his friends were in great form. They'd come up and met us. And uh, they were like, oh, Jesus, he's gotten emotional here. And I was like, and then he disappeared for a few minutes. And I was like, what's going on? Sure, look, leave him. If he's gone off to, you know, sort set out, that's fine. My friend came back in the toilet and she was like, Nicola. I was like, what? She's like, he's crying down there calling for you in the alley beside the toilet. I was like, what? Why is he crying? Don't tell me it's over United losing <laughs> this match. So I went down anyway. And I was like, what are you crying for? This is about like, half 10 at night. Like, and he was like, you don't understand the pressure I'm under. And I was like, what pressure? I'm captain of the local football team. And today I missed a point. And I was like, right. But it, it, oh, was my like, oh, wait, oh, no, no. Oh, my but, God. Oh, no, no. And I went, but it was a friendly. And uh, it, doesn't, it, it didn't really matter because he's won by like four points. At least oh my, my poor lad was crying over horrendous traumatic stuff. It just wasn't really the time to discuss it. <laughs> uh, Michelle, a point, losing a point in a match is very, very serious. I'll have you know. God's sake. <laughs> Think about the trauma feelings. of it all. <laughs> I'd say to this day, he still thinks about that, you know. Oh, that point huh. I missed. What could it be? In the he's friendly. He's never forgotten about it. Oh, he's God. He's never forgotten about well, it. Well, I've never forgotten about it. I wonder what he's going to be like to his children if he ever has them. Don't you dare miss a point. Don't <laughs> <laughs> you dare. <laughs> oh, this is great, Michelle. You're bringing up some great memories here. Some great lols. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm here for, girls. Happy, happy times. I would come up with one of my own, lads, but as we know, we don't have that many. And I think all the shit ones I've talked about already. Uh, as we all know, I cried on uh, the last tape before lockdown. And uh, there was a guy who told me he had the girlfriend in the middle of the date. So, you know. <laughs> well, will we talk about some good dates? Right, go on then. So, oh, the God, one- get your drinking <laughs> cap on. She's like, right. Yeah, like, to be honest, like, I feel like I've had quite a good, good first date. You know where you've just kind of laughed a lot. And like I said, even if they didn't necessarily ever turn into anything, like, I feel like I've had quite a good few nights out with lads that I might have just gone for a drink with and I've ended up just having, like, a really good night. Like, I remember, <laughs> like, oh, a few months ago, it was, like, my first di- kind of day after I'd had a breakup. And it was I was kind of just, like, sampling if I was ready to be back. This lad was from Dublin and he made sound from D4 like but he was a lunatic, an absolute lunatic. And I swear to God, I think he's fighting out from the dads over here, so I won't say his name. Because I don't even know if I knew his real name. But we ended up got meeting on a Sunday afternoon, and he was like, again, really random on the Saturday night. He's like, well, we just go. We ended up on the phone. He's like, well, we just go for a drink tomorrow. And I goes, right, come on then for the crack. And I, my God, did I laugh the whole day. I just laughed. We were literally walking around Manchester after a few drinks, and I was recording him on my phone. And he was going up to people and he was like, 
how he is now. I'm over here. <laughs> I'm a YouTuber from Dublin. And I just want to ask you about your lovely girlfriend here. Can you tell me, how was that gay? And they were all like, what? Oh, God. <laughs> making them all like this. I'm making them all like oh this. Oh, my like, God. And they were like, they were like, and all the English people are like, how is her gay? Um, how is her gay? Uh, what, what does that mean? But of course, like, I was cracked up laughing, but it was just the funniest day. And then we ended up going into a little old man Irish pub, befriending two little, like, 70-year-old Irish blokes who had been here for years, and befriending a couple from Carlo who were over for the weekend. And we just had, like, the funniest day. Now, I absolutely know he's over here hiding out from something. No. So I was never going to see him again. But it was a really funny day. So, yeah, like, things like no, that. No, I think he could have been the love of your life, Michelle. I and that's he let a good one go there. That's <laughs> Michelle and her, her date with Daniel Kinahan. Because <laughs> yeah, I would, I've been here with Dublin a few years. I wouldn't. I don't see them in the papers anymore. So I, I probably, probably was. <laughs> um, Somebody was saying to me, they're like, just you know, go on the date and don't think about it. And I'm like, it's very hard when you're an overthinker to stop overthinking. Like it's very hard to switch. And yeah, there's nothing to like, distract you at the minute. So like, it's all you're thinking about because you're at home in your bloody house and you're like, okay, I get to leave the house. Plus, yeah, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't worn makeup in 12 weeks. God help the man who asks me out in a date. I'll be like, I don't know how to put on makeup again. I'll be like that Homer Simpson splatter gun. It'll be... Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> set the makeup to stone. Yes, I'm telling you. So um, it'll have to be a Zoom one first with really amazing lighting. Yeah, well, let's see, Roshan, if I could, you know, get an offer of one for a store, you know, meet someone that, you know, it doesn't live in Cardiff. That would be a good start. <laughs> that they, would don't be... Have, they don't have to offer, Nicola, you can offer. Just just say, what are you doing? Do you fancy a walk somewhere and go for a walk? Yeah, get on the boat there. It should take you a few days to get over to Rosslare. No, become... You need to change those settings. I told you they're the settings have been changed back to Dublin, but I have some, it's the culture in me. I, I give out the love for the cultures. I don't know what it is, even though I love a good Dublin accent, but they don't love me. Although somebody I was talking to on Bumble was like, we were chatting away, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, like, where do you live? And I was like, oh, blah. It's a little beyond the 5k silence. He's gone completely after ah, He can't see it. Whatever. Like, eh? He's probably looking for the ride. Yeah, forget, forget about it. I'm just like... Oh, I've, ha- I've had a few actually on Bumble who are a bit like, so how uh, serious are you taking this whole isolation thing? And like, oh, fling it. I know what you're after. Yeah, come on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so can't like, be as yeah, bad as a bad as the guy who asked could he masturbate over my profile pic oh you know Roisin what is your profile picture because like no one said to me anything like this and every week you're like so this guy said today that um, he printed out my photograph and he I'm like what do you be doing on your I like I have no idea in my profile picture I'm like this was on WhatsApp because we've been talking for ages we swap numbers and he's like uh, can I have a wank over your profile pic I, I'm like wearing sunglasses you could only see like from my kind of neck upwards like you know there's nothing provocative and I, even if there was just wank man don't tell me I was just going to say no. <laughs> I was just going to say some, at least you, some man out there is going well he did ask now you know consent and all that sort of stuff and you're like as if <laughs> no. you're going to reply and go of course that's no problem what else are you up to <laughs> I thought I wouldn't mind, but I was like, I was obviously totally put off and I was just like, whatever, man, and left him off. And then he messaged me the next day, be like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm near around your liver. Are you putting the tea on? I was like, 
Are you fucking joking me? The last message you sent me is because you wanked from my photo. <laughs> and P.S. I had that wank was lovely. Thanks, Ro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. Oh, I hate that. Oh. I hate that. Disgusting. Oh, God. Well, we've talked for quite a long time here, lads. I didn't I don't think this is the longest podcast we've ever done. We'll have to have Michelle on for round two in about two weeks when she's on another 72 days. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I may be gone back on the van by then, so we'll have to, I'll have to keep this in the loop. Well, we'll need to know what the, the final message is that sends you back on the, on the date and apps ban. We'll be like, oh, that's what killed us there, right? Okay, <laughs> right. Before Rose. we go, obviously, Michelle, thanks for... So coming on and chatting to us for ages, there was lots of people who actually got in touch over the last like couple of days on Instagram and stuff. I had a girl from Brazil, Gabby, who I was like, chatting to, and she was like, oh, I can't believe um, I just thought the assholes were in Brazil, but they're obviously everywhere. Oh, <laughs> so it's no. nice to know we've universal. Gabby, uh, they're not just in Brazil, hon. No, they're all, they're, they're everywhere. We had um, we have a listener in Namibia, which is really funny. I know who that is. So hi, Dara. Um, and also <laughs> we found out who our Fiji listener is. So hi, Ailish. <laughs> we have to give them the shout outs. Yeah. And then also we had a girl who's like in Hong Kong who's listening, an Irish girl who's living in Marbella at the moment. So like thank you to everybody who's like living abroad and spreading the message of our podcast because I think we're nearly at how many listens are we now? Nearly four and a half thousand or something like that. Four and a half thousand. So we're nearly yeah. at five thousand. So uh please do, you know, rate the podcast, subscribe, share it with your friends. Um, we do really do appreciate everybody who's kind of given us the show. I'm spreading on. the word over UK side. Yes, you are. And if you could, the only just... thing she's spreading. <laughs> <laughs> Boris says no. Boris, Boris says no. If uh, you could also share it with your male friends, people, because we would love to have uh, some lads' opinions come and message us on Instagram. No dick pics. Yeah. I think we need to get a lad on. Well, we yeah, do. we need a straight male who sexes all around to come on and talk for sure. Yeah, we'll get some Irish, some Irish or some English lad who can come on and just charm the pants off us, but like from a distance <laughs> and see. <laughs> they can tell us what dating apps are like for them in lockdown and how many times they've broken it. So if you are up for the task, message us on Instagram. We'll definitely, we'll see who we can get and uh, that could be our next one. Michelle, thank you so much for being our guest on episode nine. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for having me. No worries. Until next time, guys. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.